to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed, a podcast for Bold Females Making Bold Moves. I'm your host, Devin A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. So let's get started. Joining us today is award-winning coach, consultant, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, and founder of See Yourself Grow, Tina Kalora. Since founding her business in 2009, Tina has helped adults, children, and corporate teens focus on the power of positive thinking, the power of goal setting, the power of future visioning, and the impact that all three of these have on people's performance in work and life. While working 20 years in corporate world and raising two daughters, Tina has been helping entrepreneurs reach their maximum potential in productivity, profitability, and their own purpose. You can experience what Tina has to offer in her free masterclass titled Vision to Reality, available now on her website, See Yourself Grow dot com slash events. Hi, Tina. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so looking forward to this. Yes, yes. It's great to chat with you. We were just talking a little bit of we just passed Thanksgiving here and wishing each other a Thanksgiving, but you are not in the States. You are in Canada. Yes, yes. All the way from Ontario, Canada. Very cool. Very cool. Well, tell us a little bit more about your business and what's keeping you busy these days. Absolutely. So as you said, I have been coaching um, since 2009. So for 13 years now, worked in corporate for 21. And, you know, I had that breakdown moment uh, where I said, you know what, this is not the life I knew uh, I was meant to be living. I've always had a passion for helping others achieve goals. And so that's why I started that journey. But like most people who follow their you know, their passion and their desires. A lot of people don't know about the business side of things, right? So we, we get into coaching, we get into wanting to help others, but what about the business side of things, right? So the last two years, I really focused on the business, on building the business. And I said 2020 was going to be my year. And started doing, you know, a vision board webinars for kids and, and corporate teams and, and, you know, community centers locally. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. And then I'm like, okay, let's go virtual, just like right. everybody else. Right. And it was when I went virtual that it really did open my eyes to how big the world was. And, you know, and, and that was it. I, after 30 days, I got my first three clients. And then after 90 days, I had 13 paying clients. And my husband's like, okay, you need to slow down. I'm like, nope. I'm like, like I told you. Going. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I told you when this started, like, you know, law of attraction, what you focus on expands, right? Yeah. So I'm like, you're either on this journey with me or you're going to get left behind. Um, <laughs> so now what we do every Sunday, I map out all that I got going on for the week. Yeah. And then I'll ask him, I'm like, should I stay or should I go to my mom's? He's like, no, go to your mom's. He's like, you'll get more support over there. So whatever it takes, you know, and, and I'm, I'm blessed to have a great support system. Mm -hmm. But in the end, as long as you are following your passion, following, you know, what, 
you what you're doing is most giving you the most fulfillment yeah. doesn't feel like work right, right. and so yeah, I've been running these master classes, these free master classes for the last six months, mm. and I, I do one every two weeks. Mainly, actually, I'm doing one on how to see your business grow. Twenty one ways to kick your procrastination habits. The vision to reality. How to make uh, you know how to take that and, yeah. and start propelling yourself right. into into action. Right. Yeah. We talk a lot about, you know, on this channel, procrastination and like, you know, productivity hacks, because no matter what you're doing, where you're at in life, it is freaking hard <laughs> to get things done. <laughs> so yes. Some of those things that you mentioned, you know, not giving us all the goods so we can go, you know, attend, but what are some of the, you know, hacks or things that you have for, for productivity in that list? Yeah. So, you know, I, I mentioned the first one, right? So every Sunday, I call it See Yourself Grow on Sunday, where I sit down with all of my calendars and all of my, my booking links and yeah. I map out, you know, what I got going on. I, I visualize it. I put it on a whiteboard. Uh, I share it with my, with my husband. Sure. I share it, you know, like we need to make sure that everybody knows what's going on. And yeah. It gives, it also gives me the opportunity to say, you know what, if I have too much, at least I have enough time to move things around right. so that yeah. I, I'm not so overwhelmed on one day more than the other. Sure. So it's all about balancing out your calendar, yeah. um, making sure it's full, but full enough to the point where you're not going to explode or, or get stressed out, right? Yeah, balance. Um, <laughs> balance, balance is key, right? Yeah. And on the, on the flip side, if I see that my calendar is not as full, you know, I'll start booking more speaking events or more networking events to, to fill up my calendar, right? Yeah. Or I'll reach out to previous contacts that I've had, seeing what's going on with them. Right. Uh, but when you, when you set aside the time to really, you know, focus on what it is you want to achieve, right? Setting that monthly goal, but yeah. then setting those daily goals as well to help you get to where you need to be by the end of the month, I think is, it's just so important. Yeah. So that's, that's tip number one. Totally. Yeah. You bring up a really good point about, about goal setting. And I'm sure that's also, you know, definitely part of productivity. You know, you mentioned that too, of the importance of, you know, doing monthly and daily goals. So how do you set up kind of goal setting? Is it, is there like a reward-based system or is it kind of a, you know, a check-based system or how do you kind of suggest people work through that? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a visual person, so I'm all about the vision board. Yeah. So at the beginning of the year in December, I, I like creating my vision board for the following year. Sure. So I always say set like at least six big goals mm -hmm. uh, that, that you want to achieve. And then, you know, every day I visualize to that vision board, I pick one, I pick one for that day that I want to focus on. And I'm like, okay, what are one to three items that I could do that's going to get me closer to achieving that goal in the future? Yeah. So I'm definitely a checklist person. Yeah. And, and I find that works. And then if I don't have the skills that I need, or if I, if I feel like I'm lacking, you know, some kind of strength or tool to help me get there, at least I know ahead of time that I need to reach out to someone or I need to do my research, yeah. right? But at least I'm not leaving it to the end of the year sure. um, and, and then stressing, 
about the fact that ah, I didn't achieve it. Why? Because I didn't focus on it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 You, um, making daily habits or weekly habits to check back into those six main or whatever the number is, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of, I think that, I think that's definitely something that clicked with me. It's like, you have, you know, these big goals for the year, then you get to the end of the year and you're like, crap. I did not go on that cruise to Greece like I wanted, or like I did not hit these, you know, figure numbers that I wanted or whatever. It yeah. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, breaking it up into small chunks, making sure that you're doing something to, to reach that goal, I think is, is incredibly important and feels a little bit easier when you're doing a little small chunks. Yeah. And, and, and that's the whole thing, right? Because as human beings, we get stressed, we get overwhelmed. And, and then our fears cripple us to inaction, right? Our fears are meant to protect us, right? It's, it's the whole fight or flight thing, right? So it's really us who have to determine, you know, what is, what is the end result? What is the goal, right? What is the reward, right? So if you focus more on that, instead of the fear of the unknown, or the fear that you're not going to be successful, you know, it's, it's really what you focus on that, that really helps drive you into action, right? And imperfect action is better than no action at all. And (laughs) if I got to say that that is one thing I learned this year, it really, it really is. And you can't be afraid to fail, Right. right? Because that's when we learn the most. Yeah. Um, I have two small children and I'm trying to instill that in them. So right. at dinner, I'm like, I, did, I don't ask them, you know, what did you do well today? What did you fail at today? Yeah. Right. What right. didn't go well? Let's right. talk about that. Right. Because right. then that so, gives you room for, for, you know, more opportunities, for growth, for assessment. And I think sometimes too, yes, like failure, you know, allows for opportunities and, and for growth. But I think also sometimes when you, when you fail at something, it's also a time to like check in emotionally of how did it make you feel when you didn't hit that goal or when you didn't yeah. answer that correctly, or you didn't, you know, make that math grade or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then checking in with yourself to say like, okay, maybe I didn't prepare enough or maybe I need help, but that also doesn't make me a failure. That doesn't make me a terrible person or that, that you know, that has nothing to do with, you know, me internally. I think sometimes, you know, unfortunately we equate <laughs> like, you know, you failed, so you suck. And like, that's not, it's not true. It's just not true. So yeah, you know, it gives you opportunity to be like, okay, well, I thought I was more prepared or I thought I was more organized or I thought I had the team I needed or yeah. whatever it was. And I realized that was not the case. So how can I prepare for a better outcome? Yeah. I, during the pandemic as well, I, I learned, I kind of just self-taught myself this process and it really worked personally and professionally. And I made a list of all the different areas that I needed to focus on, again, personally or professionally. And I I started asking myself, what's working? What's working in my business? What's working in my relationship? You know, what's working in how I'm being a mom? And then in another column, I'll write, what's not working? Mm. And then in the next column, it's, what can I do better? Yeah. And, and I did this and I showed it to my husband and he's like, this is really good. He's like, I'm going to use this. I'm yeah. like, you are? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good. Go for it. Yeah. And, and, and 
you know, I used to do this on a quarterly basis. And now it, you know, depending on the level of stress, right. depending on what's working, what's not working, I might do it on a weekly basis. Sure. Right? And then I share it with my business partner. Yeah. I share it with my team so that they know where my head is at and they know where my focus is at as well yeah. from a business perspective. Right, right. So people, it's a simple check-in. It's a self-reflection tool to what you were saying, right? Yeah, and I, I do like that you share that, you know, with with your team, like with your work team as well. So they get an insight of, of what's going on. I, I've found that, yeah, being as open and as transparent as possible with my team and being honest with them of like, okay, I, you know, thought I knew this, or we thought we had this organized or whatever it is. Uh, we got to figure it out. You know, this is a learning yeah. experience. No, no matter how long you're, you've been in business, there's always something, you know, new to learn and times are always changing. We've learned mm-hmm. that with, with the pandemic and all of those things. So yeah. kind of getting into just how long you've, you've been in business you know, what is something that, what is something that you wish you would have known maybe before the pandemic or different ways that you would have prepped differently versus the kind of where you're at now? Definitely the sales and marketing part, mm. you know, uh, that I feel like I didn't, like I did my certification, became a coach yeah. and I was just going with the flow. Yeah. Right. If people were would ask me, oh, can you do this kind of talk? Oh, can you do this group seminar? You know, I was just going with the flow, mm. but I never really learned how to sell myself. I, I never really learned, you know, the process on, about meeting new people or sure. talking, you know, my messaging. I didn't know I had to have messaging. I didn't yeah, know about right. that elevator pit. Uh, you know, so, so all of the things that really, and I've been a sales coach, I was a sales coach for seven years. Yeah. So I picked up on it quite quickly, but had I, had I known the tactics that would get me there faster, I would have seen those results a lot sooner rather than later. Yeah. Right. right. And especially in, you can, you know, your niche of, of coaching. Now, of course, there's so many different types of coaching and you can break that down even more, but it's such a saturated market <laughs> and mm-hmm. things like you're mentioning marketing is is so important because it's like what is your secret sauce like why why choose you over other people and, yeah. and so yeah creating that messaging and and your brand strategy and you know in in part of what you were saying before is that you do webinars every two weeks and seeing a return on that and whatever that looks like right that may not be what someone else needs to do and that's okay but it is taking yeah. To assess that. For you. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like uh, someone actually asked me that, Devoni. They asked me, like, why should I hire you? There's so many other coaches out there. Yeah. What makes you better than everyone else? Sure. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like, damn. I'm like, I wasn't expecting that. But you know, and this is the other thing I tell my clients: it's like practice. Yeah. The more you practice talking to people, the more you practice getting rejected. The more you learn about, you know, how you have to tweak your messaging, depending on who you're talking to, or, you know, it helps build your thick skin, right? right? To prepare yourself. Because there's a lot of people who have this fear of failure, right? Or fear of rejection, I mean. So, yeah, the one thing, you know, that I I put myself up for as, as standing out apart from all the other coaches is my project management skills, my change management skills, my leadership, my sales coaching skills. 
And the way I take people's big ideas and break them down into smaller, more manageable tasks, that, that is what I have received compliments on. Hmm. Uh, easy, easing people's stress about achieving that goal. Right. Because when people are at that point where they're stressed or they're overwhelmed, yep. or they've been putting off so, like, so many things that, you know, they become a bottleneck in their business. Right. Yeah. That's where someone like me comes in with a, a level clear head and says, okay, this is what you want to achieve. Okay, here are the different buckets that we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. What are the action items that you are willing to take in each of these categories? Mm-hmm. Which ones do you want to start with? Right. When do you want to accomplish them? You know, by when and how. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. and then we start working through. So I kind of project manage people as well. Right. Yeah. You know. So, so that, that, that is my brand that that's what I, yeah. Cause I've seen it for myself. That's why I called my company, see yourself grow. Cause I did it for myself. And so now I can do it for others. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And on, on our end, you know, working in operations and strategic planning, but mostly around the marketing space, whenever I, sometimes when I hear new clients who are just like, Devin, please help me <laughs> with all of my marketing needs how and manage my business and I'm like I gotcha and then sometimes you know they'll they'll tell me or tell someone on my team like I have I have a coach and so my coach said I should do x y and z or my coach said I should do whatever and I always get a little cautious (laughs) sometimes because I'm like that's great but also you're you sometimes depending on the coach your coach is not in your business with you every day, you know, really able to project manage or break your tasks up into chunks. They just say to be a seven figure owner, you need to do these webinars. You need to set up your customer journey this way. You need seven sales funnels and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then when we get into their business, we're like, hold up, let's start, let's start with an email list first. Like we're not even that, right? I, I love hearing that you are also like in the professional space, really helping people to assess not only their goals and that's great, but like, how can we break it down? So then it allows for people like me to be able to partner with you and make sure that we're both helping the client in the same ways or together to make sure that they're getting exactly. You know what, Devana, you're, you're so bang on because I sometimes clients come to me and they come to me with unrealistic expectations right? They think they should be six figure, right? Yeah. Or, but I'm like, but you're, you're not behaving in that space yeah, right Right now. I'm like, so I'm like, we, we need to start from where you are right. in order to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Right. So my tagline is I help you get out of your way and into results in less than 90 days, yeah. because we are our own worst enemy but we could be our, our best asset as well, right? right? So I also work on the mindset, right? So I, I do the mindset, I do the strategy and the execution, right? but always trying to help them understand that they own, they own the activities, they own the action. Yep. I'm here to make recommendations. I'm here to guide them and I'm here to help them through yeah. their limiting beliefs. Yes. But in the end, they own their results, right? right? Right. Yeah. And, and not only that, do you, you know, you know, helping with that mindset, helping with that limited beliefs, like releasing fear off of, you know, decisions that you make, embracing failure, 
you know, all of those things that, that you're mentioning, but then also the added step of, okay, now here's how you get there. Like here are action mm-hmm. items. And let's plan it together. Cause I think there's sometimes it can also be a little dangerous depending on the person when it's like, okay, here's your five steps, go, go forth and prosper. But you know, they haven't <laughs> necessarily agreed to that yet, or it doesn't yeah. fit where they're at, you know, so being able to, to, you know, gently push them along with, you know, their own, uh, you know, assisting themselves, see themselves grow exactly like you're saying, yeah. um, I think is, is super helpful. Sometimes I, yeah, I just get nervous sometimes with my clients and, and want to be able to suggest maybe new coaches for them or new things, depending on where they're at, because I'm oh, yeah. they're not serving you. You are not at that spot. And that's not necessarily the coach's fault. I can't speak to what they speak, you know, what they talk about in their, in their groups. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard sometimes when you are, you know, working with a six, seven figure coach and you're, but you haven't even fully started your business yet. You know, there's, there's definitely some steps in between. Yeah. Yeah. There's some gaps there. You're going to fall through if if you're not addressing them. Right. I totally agree. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say, you know, is your ideal client? Like, so someone who's ready to, they come to you and they're like, Tina, please help me. Who, who would these people be? So I started out, you know, helping corporate women, right, similar to me, right, who who were struggling personally and professionally, right? They they want to climb that corporate ladder, but at what cost, right? So I, I started helping those kind of women first, basically helping them understand that they don't have to stay in this position in order to thrive right so it's the whole survive versus thrive methodology and then I started attracting a lot of coaches and consultants and small business owners and I think it's because of you know again the achievements that I've had Mm -hmm. you know people are seeing my success they're seeing you know what what I'm doing and I am who I am I'm authentic I'm straight up I'm like you know, let's get stuff done. I'm yeah. like, that's what I'm all about. So I, I'm, I want to work with people who are ready to jump in and take their business to the next level, or if they're ready to jump in and start their business. Right. right. So I've worked with new coaches. I've worked with existing coaches. I work with small business owners sure. who know that they need to build their team yeah. and they just don't know how to do it or they don't trust themselves to do it. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, I do the whole HR package for those kind of, so I, I do, you know, the hiring, I do the training plan, I do the onboarding plans Perfect. and I meet with their new hires every week right. uh, to make sure that they're, they're doing okay uh, with their progression. I love so, that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's definitely helpful when you, you know, thinking of your, your years in, in business and, and having a family and, you know, being a mom, like what is something that you've really enjoyed in owning your own business compared to life in corporate? And I know there's a giant long list and then there's other things too, that you're like, Oh, it was so nice in corporate. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we can compare, but what are some things that you've just been like, you know, working for myself has been being your own boss yeah I mean you know, making your own decisions yeah. and believing in the decisions you're making mm-hmm. right because in corporate 
someone else is making those decisions and you just got to go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's one, but I, I'd say the most rewarding is, is being home with my girls and, yeah. and watching them grow. So I did this exercise, Devani called the perfect day. So I had the breakdown in January. Sure. I did this exercise in February, perfect day. And then March, we had the pandemic. And yeah. so my husband's like, you did this. He's like, you put this out to the universe. <laughs> Minus the pandemic, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm good with that. Yeah, right. Um, I I was traveling. I was commuting four hours a day. Mm. It was crazy. Leaving my house, dropping the kids off at daycare, six thirty in the morning, not coming home till seven thirty at night. Yeah, you know, operating on autopilot. Right. It it just was not a good good situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no commute, my own, being my own boss, and you know, spending time with the girls. That's it. Three. I'm gonna stop there. Yeah. So that's great. Those are great. Those are great. Those are great. Well, um, next I want to get into just talking a little bit more about you and to kind of the speed run as we kind of wrap things up. You know, we talked about your business and your clients and all those things. But I also just want to learn a little bit more about you and like fun, you know, fun, goofy questions. So think, you know, as fast as things come to you, just off the cuff, have fun. Okay. Okay, (laughs) Okay. So what is one of your favorite ways to take care of yourself? Like mind, body, soul, thinking about mind, body, soul, like what are one of your favorite ways to take care of yourself? Meditating. Mm -hmm. Meditating, absolutely. It's the first thing I do. I talk about Maslow's hierarchy. Well, I have Tina's hierarchy and I'm first, right? So as soon as I wake up in the morning, I take care of me first. Mm. And then it's usually in the order of everybody else waking up. It's kids, pets, husband, career, business, you know? (laughs) So yeah, me first, meditating uh, to get myself centered. Yeah. Is there like a morning routine that you do? Yes. Yourself? Yeah. 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 I I do the meditating. I do the visualization. I do my stretching, and then I I do a little bit of a workout as well. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That. Are you currently reading anything right now, or do you have any great book recommendations for us? Ooh, uh, the Brand Story by Donald Miller. Okay. Amazing for anybody who's in business, anybody who wants to learn, you know, about marketing themselves. That's the book. Yeah. The brand story. Yeah. Perfect. What is one of your favorite quotes or kind of mantras that you live by? Mantra, definitely positive thinking equals positive results. Quote, your imagination is the preview to life's coming attractions by Albert Einstein. Because I I truly believe that we have to continue using our imagination or else it's, you know, what else do we have? Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Last question. Okay. Tina, I was like, I won the lottery, Tina, and I'm giving you 20 grand and a plane ticket, where are you going and how are you using that money? I am going to Sicily, Italy. Got it. And I am buying a beach house. <laughs> love that. <laughs> That's it. We, me and my husband, we already have this all mapped out. <laughs> I love it. On the vision board, on the five yeah. plan. Yeah. 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 He, we, we both said if ever we won the lottery, yeah. we would call each other and say, meet me at the airport. Yeah. That's like- it. 
have the bag wow. already. Gone. Yeah. yeah. We have the travel bag. It's gone. It's ready. Yeah. We'll put everything in there. Yeah. My family is from uh, Sicily. Oh, cool. uh, and, and I took him a few yeah. years ago. And he fell in love. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Right. And it's affordable living. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I can't wait to visit you there. And it's going to be a fabulous time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> would be fun. Well, so for anyone who's listening and they're like, I need to work with you, please help me. Like, where can they find you and, and what can they do next? Absolutely. So you can go to my website, seeyourselfgrow.com. Uh, you can make an appointment, book a zero free pressure call or, you know, kick in the butt confidence call. I'll be there to help you. Or you can join one of my uh, free masterclasses just by going on the events page. You can find me on all the social media platforms, See Yourself Grow with Tina, and I'll be happy to help you in any way I can. Awesome. Thank you, Tina. It was so great chatting with you today. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. And for anyone listening to Savvy Book and Blessed, if you're a successful six to seven figure entrepreneur and you would like to be on this program, head to podcast.prosavvyas.com and you can find all the information in there. And if you got something out of the show, you really loved hearing from me and Tina, definitely go ahead and share this to your social platforms and then definitely give us a you know thumbs up or review. Those definitely help us. And we are regularly putting out episodes and content. So to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Savvy, Booked, and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.prosavvyas.com dash podcast slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag Savvy, Look, and Blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up ratings and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.